franchise, Shane Douglas on the King Firehawk Show. Of all the things that you're known for in, the, in your performance in the wrestling ring, uh, everything that you've done, some of your most dastardly deeds, what would you say is your is Shane Douglas known for blank? What were you known for? Your biggest moment? Outspoken out and being straightforward. Uh, you know, I, I, for better or for worse, and there's been a lot of worse for it. Um, yeah, I won't. I won't lie to you. Uh, if somebody comes to you tonight or tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, and says, "Hey, Shane Douglas was talking crap on you and said this or that or what behind your back," you can almost take your mortgage to the bank uh, that that's false. Because if there's something I have to say to you, I'm going to be the same person that says it to you, and that turns a lot of people off. To me, I'd much rather have uh, you know, for all the uh, friends that I make in the wrestling business, I've also had ten thousand people. I mean, they loved me, they were my friend, they were going to this and they were going to that. And, uh, you know, when push came to shove, nowhere to be found. Uh, you won't get that with Shane Douglas. But, you know, with me, I, I am, what you see is what you get. You know, it's, uh, like I said, there's some people that are turned off by that. To me, where I come from and the way I was raised is that you, you say straightforwardly what you're looking to be and what you want to do and, 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 and what kind of person you are. And in a moment, ladies and gentlemen, we shall be joined by a rather controversial individual, to say the least. Oh, undoubtedly. Um, unusual? I don't know. Is there something wrong? Does he have complete control of his mental faculties? Or is all this a ploy just to make his name the biggest name anybody has ever seen? He's a man. Such a man. Such a man. I wish... I was the monster you think I am. I wish I had enough poison for the whole pack of you. I would gladly give my life to watch you all swallow it. He's a man. Such a man. Such a man. I don't live by applauds or by booze. I live by the green, brother. Money. So, uh... Money is the name of the game. I'm not looking for applause. I'm not looking for love. I'm not looking to shake your hand. You don't have to put your hand out to me. I'm not looking for that. I'm looking for the green. I'm looking for the bread. I'm looking to do what's right. And I'm looking to project my name. Ladies and gentlemen, you are about to bear witness to an historic event. A historic coronation. Behold the king. The king of kings. Your knees, dog. It's good to be king. It's good to be king. It's good to, it's good to, it's good to be king. Hear ye, hear ye, friends, fans, and loyal subjects. You are about to witness the most important coronation in the history of the world. You have witnessed royal weddings, inaugurations. But this coronation eclipses them. Please welcome the dynamic and explosive superstar attraction himself. This is...
it was a very, very, very bloody and violent summer into fall of 1981. Because in Georgia Championship Wrestling, once again, King Firehawk Podcast, we go to our classic moments and we go back to Georgia Championship Wrestling and Tommy Rich. And this time in 1981, when yours truly, during that summer into fall, becomes 10 years old. I became 10 years old in 1980. Uh, uh, no, what am I saying? Nine years old. I became nine years old that summer. All over the wrestling magazines, all over Superstation TBS, the mass superstar and Tommy Rich had a nice summer into fall feud in which the National Heavyweight Championship, the NWA National Heavyweight Championship, and the Georgia National Championship, known for so many titles down there on TBS. You never knew what NWA title was going to show up there. But Tommy Rich and the Mass Superstar battled the belts uh, back and forth. They retired the Georgia Championship and the NWA National Heavyweight Championship became sort of the main title at that time on the program. Tommy Rich and the Mass Superstar went to war. And the war got personal. How did it get personal? The Mass Superstar took out a bounty on Tommy Rich. And Tommy Rich did not like that. He did not like showing up at wrestling events or going out to eat or doing something every day in his life knowing any wrestler at any time could come out of the woodwork and try and cash in on the bounty. Knowing friends may turn on him at any moment. Knowing that the masked superstar put money on the table to take him out. During the feud, Tommy Rich, fed up, decided to start his own little bounty, and the Masked Superstar was irate. The Masked Superstar had plenty of guys around him trying to protect and go after himself and go after Wildfire Tommy Rich. But Tommy Rich, of course, in classic babyface territory days, had allies. Sometimes they weren't the strongest allies in the world, sometimes they were big-time allies. In King Firehawk Classics, classic wrestling moments, number eight, we're going to walk down memory lane to a very bloody and violent 1981. From the summer of 81 all the way into early 82, this was Tommy Rich versus the Mass Superstar. And the classic moment being, we're looking at how a feud twists and turns once there's a bounty placed on somebody's head and knows that the glory days of wrestling because you don't see that stuff anymore but it was a fantastic time a time I love a time those of you who watched or lived it can go on YouTube and relive it I'm sure you'll love too but I'm pumped to go through this classic moments classic moments number 7 here on the King Firehawk show Wildfire Tommy Rich the mass superstar Started in a cage, ends in a cage. Blood, violence, war, money, blood money, the bounty, rich, not happy. It's all here, and we're going to walk through it on Classic Moments.
Now, the Georgia heavyweight champion, Tommy Rich. And thank you very much, Gordon. You know, it seems like there's a whole lot of things going on in Georgia. You know, the ball strikes over football season, and right now there's a whole lot of things going on with Georgia championship wrestling. A little later in the show, a little later in the show or on the next half hour, I've got a film that I, I know that you're going to show, and I'd just like to say again, I want to thank all the people for being at the Omni last time and get behind me 100% because I feel like that's the reason I walked out the new Georgia cha heavyweight champion. Well, certainly no question about the fact, Tommy, that uh, uh, I think everybody realizes since your return to Georgia that uh, there is a different kind of determination with you now. Uh, uh, there was a maturation process that took place uh, within you that is certainly going to bring you, I think, a tremendous amount of success. Yes, you know, Gordon, you got to change with the times, and that's what Tommy Rich is trying to do. Well, there's one man that's definitely after you, and he's after that Georgia heavyweight championship. And, of course, I'm referring to the former Georgia heavyweight champion, the superstar. You know, that's exactly right. A whole lot of people said they're going to run Tommy Rich out of Georgia. Well, Tommy Rich is still standing here. Kim Patera's gone. The superstar's here. You know, and every time he comes, he's always wearing that mask. Well, I'm not making no promises, but superstar, the first chance I get, and it's Omni. At the Omni, that might be the night, because I'm going to hook that stretch on you, and after I get through stretching you out, then I'm going to try to take that mask off of you, because I know there's a whole lot of people out there that would like to see what you look like. The superstar, just like I said, I'm not making no promises, but if I get the chance, there's going to be a building full of people that get to see that ugly face, or whatever it is that you're hiding from them. Well, it's all going to happen on Saturday night, August 29th at the Omni here in Atlanta. I might point out right now the tickets are on sale at all seats locations and, of course, at the Omni itself. So make your plans to be at the Omni Saturday night, August 29th at 8.30. And here's the full rundown of all the matches. Wrestling fans on Saturday, August 29th, 8.30 p.m. the Omni in Atlanta. Such stars as Kevin Von Erich, Mr. Wrestling number 2, George Wells, Steve Owen Moore, plus these matches, 400-pound Chris Cannon against 320-pound Bruiser Brody, Georgia Heavyweight Championship, Tommy Wildfire Rich, champion against the masked superstar, and the eighth wonder of the world, Andre the Giant, teams with the fabulous Freebird, Michael Hayes, against Snuka and Gordy. Get your tickets now, the Omni the 29th. From Turner Broadcasting System, you're watching Superstation WTBS, Atlanta. I want to bring out the Georgia heavyweight wrestling champion, Tommy Rich, and talk to him about that title. Of course, he's a man who uh, I think has gained and earned the respect of every wrestling fan uh, from the length and breadth of this great country of ours. And Tommy, we talked earlier, of course, a lot of people out after that title. You know, that's, that's exactly right, Gordon, you know, but... But just like, you, you know, you were talking about earlier, there's a man, he's come back to Georgia, he was here before, the superstar. You know, and, and, and me and him butted heads before, but, you know, he, he seemed like he's done got a little bit dirtier or whatever it takes, you know, before. I mean, he ain't never been the kind of athlete that uh, wouldn't break no rules, but seemed like he's gone a little further than what he used to be, you know. And just like I said, you can see my head, but it's been busted open. And just like I said before, we've got a film that I want all the people to see that wasn't at Tommy, just exactly what did happen. Well, we're going to go back to that match in just a moment. I might point out, as a result of that match, uh, Tommy uh, suffered a severe laceration. They had to take 13 stitches uh, in his head. So Tommy has a real reason for wanting to settle the score. And when we come back, after we pause for these messages, we'll be going directly to the Omni. All right, all right, all right. King Fire Hawk. Whoa, beer. Definitely messed up that sentence. Let's try it again. King Firehawk. There we go. 
Classic moments number eight. 1981, and that was August 15th of 1981 on the Superstation. Tommy Rich, Georgia uh, national champion, uh, talking about the title, Mass Superstar. And today, what we're looking at is the feud these guys had going all through the summer and into the fall, in which a bounty was placed on Tommy Rich by the Mass Superstar, and he did not like that at all. And just to give you the backstory a little bit here, as I said, if you were following the lineage of belts in the NWA coming through TBS and stuff, it, it can get confusing as belts went everywhere. So here we are. Just to give you an idea, as you heard Tommy Rich uh, mention, Tommy Rich was the champion, okay? The Georgia uh, champ, you know, national champion. It's so funny how, like, you know, the Georgia national champion. But he was the Georgia champion on Georgia Championship Wrestling. And on uh, he defeated Greg the Hammer Valentine to win that belt on May 17, 1981. And on June 12, 1981, Ken Patera won the belt. Then Ken Patera left the territory, so the belt was vacated uh, in July, in which they had a... Um, the true story to that is... Ken Patera had an argument with the booker at the time, who was George Scott, who was booking the territory. So Patera just left the area and uh, went on to, uh, you know, I'm not sure where he went at that time. Maybe in the WWF or AWAs, he bounced around or Memphis. But he was the champ. He had a beef in the locker room. If this was 2015, we all would know the whole story of that beef. But being 1981, you didn't. Nobody knew that. He went to Japan was the explanation then. So they have a tournament in which Wildfire Tommy Rich on August 9th, 1981. Wow, that's my sister's birthday, August 9th, 1981. And how old was she then? She was uh ooh, if I was she was she was just turned uh 7. Wow. Yeah, okay. Uh he defeated the mass superstar to win the vacant title on August 9th. By August 29th, which is coming up here as we'll roll through this, the mass superstar um, it, it, it wins the title from Tommy Rich. Then uh, he he's already the NWA National Heavyweight Champion. And on August 29th, that same moment, that night, it was be, it became a unification bout. So in a weird, crazy way... Um, Mass Superstar beats Greg Valentine in his tournament, and then the title gets retired that Tommy Rich has, and it gets unified with the NWA National Heavyweight Championship. So confusing, isn't it? So on August 29, 1981, basically there's a tournament for the vacated belt that Tommy Rich now has, but the belt is put up with the uh, NWA National Heavyweight Championship Held by Max, Mass Superstar. Yet there's a there is a tournament to have the winner take all type deal. Confusing, confusing, confusing. I know out there. So don't worry. We're all gonna get this through go through this together. So that's where the beef really starts when we get to August 29th. So in upcoming clips um, that we have that we're gonna see in a second, you know, we're gonna about to hit um August 22nd, and then kind of all through there, and then down the road August 29th into September. So we're going to hear kind of the build-up to all that back and forth 
of of where it gets to. Uh, the dispute first starting over basically the belts coming together, becoming one, and both champions in each other's faces, and that is the start of the feud. You basically have they have a back history already from eighty and seventy nine where these guys were feuding, and they'll go on the feud again in eighty three. Uh, but the mass superstar, in case you didn't know, went on to become Demolition Axe. And uh, I always liked him in every incarnation. He, You know, Bill Eady did a great job with whoever he was handed. But here, the mass superstar, I thought it was, of all the mass guys, Mr. Wrestling 2, and all the American mass wrestlers, let me say, I always thought the mass superstar was the coolest. Like the assassins a little bit, too. And, of course, this is when Tommy Wildfire Rich was on Wildfire. He was the babyface guy down there in Atlanta. And, uh, you know, the blonde hair with the blood everywhere. And, you've, you know, I've, already, I've said so many times how the way somebody read the book Moby Dick for the first time is the way when I read wrestling magazines, how I really attached myself to people I never hardly saw. You know, except on television, I never saw Tommy Rich at the Omni wrestling these big profile matches. But living here up in the East Coast in New Jersey, you know, I saw all the WF guys in big matches on all their house shows. So seeing Tommy Rich only in the magazines where I saw his big game moments, so to say, such as Bruiser Brody and a lot of uh, Buzz Sawyer and a lot of those guys from back then. So same with this feud. I went back and read this all in the magazines. Because YouTube just has the basic clips here, but the magazine, the pictures, just cap- captured the feud beautifully. So, anyway, that's where we are right now, okay, in the timeline. So, that you know, once again, not to have everyone confused, as that's the, the all the crazy belts in that era. So, Tommy Rich is only for, you know, a couple weeks, really, the, uh, the champion and mass superstar is the... Anyway, national heavyweight champion. They have a tournament due to basically Ken Patera saying, I'm out of here. I don't like what's going on. And the two champions come together at the end. And uh, basically, uh, the mass superstar is your champion. And then unifies at the NWA national heavyweight championship. Now, when I click on the storied tradition of that championship, and I go to see where we are in 1981, which I'm doing right now at this point in time so it's crazy because in our time story here mass superstar officially on august 15th is the uh national heavyweight champion tommy rich takes that belt from him on august 28th two days after my birthday in which i was nine years old in 1981 then November, the Mass Superstar takes the belt back. Mass Superstar went on a little Japan tour at the time. And you might hear it in the clips where he's kind of gone from television and back. And that's when he comes back wins the title back. Then this feud goes into 1982, in which Tommy Rich gets the belt back January 17th. And then at that time, the Mass Superstar kind of leaves the area. And just to give you a quick overview... Tommy Rich then goes into a feud with Ron Bass, in which Ron Bass takes the belt in March. April, Tommy Rich wins it back. And in 82, not to confuse you with 84, when Tommy Rich and Buzz Sawyer were going 
in crazy in the last battle of the land in the famous cage match and feud. They were already feuding in eighty two and Buzz Sawyer takes the belt from Tommy in May. Then Paul, Mr. Wonderful Orndorff, takes it in June. Then uh the funny thing is they had the title held up and vacated in June of eighty two, shortly after Paul Orndorff won it, because he wanted to train for a world title match. Uh hint hint he left the territory and had a dispute and then came back after they had the tournament. And which Super Destroyer won the tournament, became the champion. But Super Destroyer, in August 29th, 1982, uh, was like one of the hired guns working for Mass Superstar. Well, Paul Orndorff, Mr. Wonderful, returned in October 3rd of 82. And finally won the belt back that he had for ridiculously, just like a cup of coffee. And then the mass superstar, October seventeenth, eighty-two, wins the title again. And there's a feud on their television in eighty-two October, where it's basically Tommy Rich and Paul Orndorff feuding with the mass superstar and uh, Super Destroyer. In which I think we we end our classic moments today with this with that one of their tag team matches where they're going at it. So October seventeenth, eighty-two. Superstars champ. Paul Orndorff wins it back a month later on November 17th. Killer Carl Cox comes in for a cup of coffee. Wins the belt. Loses it back. Then here comes Tommy Rich wins the belt. Then, uh, and we're into 83 now. Basically, Paul Orndorff wins it then. Uh, when I believe he turned uh, and takes it from uh, Tommy Rich. And then they go on to Killer Tim Brooks, Larry Zabisco, and on and on and on. But the point here is you could see how the national heavyweight title becomes a hot potato and bounces around like crazy. And I bring that up because those people out there that always say the old days are much better because the titles didn't change hands. The smaller titles like this that are meant for TV and and the hot shot different feuds uh, for the touring uh group when they're running the territory this belt hot uh changed hands like a hot potato a, a ridiculous amount of times so every time you watch a tbs you're just like uh, oh he's the champ this oh he is oh wait what happened okay at the omni the omni's coming up is so confusing sometimes and that was like kind of funny to me uh following everything that's going on here so all right so now we go to august 22 and i'm gonna run that august 22 run through the series of what's going on here of interviews, uh, a couple running matches, things are going on. So we're going we're gonna to go through August 22, okay, of 1981, right now. We got 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, about 13 minutes of this. And I think I'm going to probably let it play straight before I bounce back in. We'll see. Uh, and then when August 22, a very important moment in the feud ends, then I'll come back and comment. But we'll see. We'll, let's play it. Uh, yeah, let's play it, and we'll see what happens. Here on the King Firehawk Show, part of 1640 Pro Wrestling Podcast Radio Network, 1640 PWPR, baby, com, Apple iTunes, the whole world, Spreaker app. Download the Spreaker app today. All right, let's keep going. Here we go. Right now to welcome to Georgia Championship Wrestling, a man who has been gone for some time. Since his return, he made the... Uh, prognosis that he was going to uh, 
achieve a title in a very, very short period of time. He's done that indeed. He is now the uh, national heavyweight wrestling champion, uh, the superstar. Welcome oh, there's back. a lot of individuals that come out on television and say what they're going to do, and it's a lot of hot air. You know that as well as I do. It's very unusual in this day and age for an individual to stand up in front of an audience or stand up in front of a group of people and make a statement and go out and intentionally go out and win that championship like I said I was going to do. Well, that's, there's certainly no question about it. You have done it, and you've done it in record time, in my opinion. Of course, I would imagine, too, now, there are a list of uh, top, top men who would be after your title. I'm referring to men like uh, wrestling, too. I knew someone sooner or later would come up and ask me about my intentions, and I happen to make out my own list. If you'd hold that championship belt, don't run away with it. All right. I've got a list of top contenders. Top contenders. Individuals that I feel have or should have a golden opportunity to come after my championship belt. Bunk Harris. Bunk Harris. Bunk Harris. Haystacks Calhoun. Snake Brown, a very tough competitor. Rick Link. Mike Fever. There's a lot of individuals. Even Danny Miller might go on that list. So I see there's a lot of individuals, a lot of people say, are you going to put your championship belt up? I'll put my championship belt up against anybody who I feel is very, very competent. And these, you feel, are the most competent right now? This is your, your primary list? Are you questioning my ability? Are you questioning my mental ability as well as my wrestling ability? These men right here are tough, tough, com tough competitors. If they win a championship match, I'll gladly sign. Well, isn't that interesting? And I'm thinking of men like Wrestling 2, Tommy Wildfire Rich, uh, Kevin Von Erich, uh, Mike Sharp, and a host of others. And he's thinking of, well, okay. Okay, so in case you didn't pick that up for some of our younger listening viewers there, the list that Mr. The Mass Superstar names is hilarious because it's all jobbers. Jobbers that were on TBS that had no chance, that were just rag dolls for the wrestlers. And what I loved about The Mass Superstar was he delivers such a calm, cool, collected, small, authoritative here's how it's going to go, type promo like that. So when he gets riled up later on, it's pretty cool, but I just liked, it's almost so demeaning to the audience. First off, he's not letting us in on his identity as he's wearing a mask, and then he's talking to us in a monotone, matter-of-fact, you saw it is, type way. It's, it's just so demeaning to the audience. Gordon Soli is great here as he's uh, you know navigating through the list with him. A little-known trivia question. Hulk Hogan's first opponent when he beat the Iron Sheik, first title defense, was against the Masked Superstar. So there you have that. You can fool people at your parties next time with a little wrestling trivia, courtesy of King Firehawk. All right. Classic moments number eight here on the King Firehawk show. And we are talking about the summer of 1981 into 1982, the feud between the Masked Superstar and Tommy Wildfire Rich. And what was great about the territory wrestling days back then, there are lots of these six-month type feuds where if Tommy Rich was in the territory for a while, all he was doing was feuding with the bad guy that came in. Or vice versa, if it was a bad guy in the territory and Tommy, you know, somebody went out, that guy feuded with the new baby face for a while. And I always liked that system. It was a lot of fun and, and it was fresh and you can go through all these things. All right, so now... We have uh, the clip uh, of a Mass Superstar versus Rich match. So we're going to hear uh, some of this match, how things are going. 
just to pick up on you know the wrestling style, what was going on, and uh, and kind of get into the feud a little bit more. So here we go. All right, we'll try and figure out uh, the interview after, and then we'll come back and we'll we'll talk. So here we go. All right, deep into this match now, the Georgia Heavyweight Championship on the line. Tommy Wildfire Rich defending the. Georgia Heavyweight Championship at the Omni on August 9th, 1981 against the Superstar. And Tommy, at this point, he was giving you a rough go. No, that's exactly right. You know, one thing, Superstar, he used to weigh about 285, 290. He looked like he's, doing, he's lost a little weight. He's moving around better, and he's a whole lot quicker than he used to be, too. You know, I, I guess he figured lose a little weight. He's still 265, 270. I mean, he's a great big man, but he's, like I say, he's moving a lot faster. He's got me going here. What was running through your mind at this point in time, Tommy, when you suddenly realized that you were going to have to basically stop at nothing to keep that title? Well, that's exactly what I did. You know, right now, Gordon, he's got me down. And, you know, I, at the time, like you say, I, who knows? All I knew is I wasn't going to give up and let him get the three count on me. Right here, I'm fighting back. I'm trying to stick with him. And uh, as you'll see later, later on, see right here, I'm, I'm coming back on him now. And uh, he's doing a little reeling and rocking now, you know. People, you know, like I said, with them people behind me, you can always reach down and get a little lecture. You know, it ain't like going out there and just uh, getting beat. When you get beat, it ain't just for myself I was getting beat. But, you know, I feel like sometimes when I go out there, if I lose, I'm letting all the people down, too. So I'm going out, and, and like you said, I wasn't going to quit at nothing to win the match. And, of course, Tommy has always been known as a fighting champion. He always uh, leaves contracts open to make sure that any man who feels that he is qualified to meet him for that Georgia Heavyweight Championship uh, has that opportunity. Here, the superstar catches you uh, right at the belt line, Tommy, doubles you up and uh, uses that head as a battering ram. And, again, things look very, very bleak for you. You know, that's exactly right. You know, that's what I was talking about, that mask earlier. You know, I was talking about pulling that mask off, because he does. He seemed to have a real hard head. I don't know if he, maybe he has something under that mask. Who knows? And like I said, if I ever get the chance, I'm going to yank that mask off him. Again, the superstar using that headbutt very effectively. Again, a lateral press. But, again, you, deep, you dig down deep, pull out, and uh, get away from a pinning combination here. And uh, you're shaking your head, but the match is taking its toll of him as well because he has been slowed down. Yes, sir, Gordon, he's slowed down some, and like you said, he, he's got me going right now. But like I said, I'm not giving up. I've never gave up. You know, if I lose a match, I lose, but I'll never go in. If a man beats me, he does beat me because I'm not quitting. I'm going out, and I'm going to give it 110%. And so, and so when I do get beat, I am beat. The superstar outside the ring and the referee, George Scott Jr., tolling the count. And the superstar slowly, laboriously starts moving again. Tommy, you broke the count there, and that headbutt of yours, that forward momentum carried you through and outside the ring ropes onto the floor. Both of you stand a chance of being counted out. Yes, sir, Gordon, that's exactly right. There. And, and like, uh, like I was talking about earlier, I don't know, like I said, he's got something in that head, but I, I did. I had given him a headbutt in that head, and it did. It, I, it dazed me, too, you know. And the superstar now regaining his senses, now beginning to take full advantage here. And on that concrete floor, a full body slam uh, to Tommy Wildfire Rich, the Georgia heavyweight champion in the lower back, uh, beginning to feel the effects of this match and, of course, those slams. And I might just point out this is why so many professional wrestlers, particularly later in life, uh, develop such severe back problems. The spine is not just not designed to take the punishment that they take in full body slams. Here again, the superstar using that forearm and Tommy, yeah, that, uh, the force of that blow and your momentum coming outside the ring carried you over outside that steel guardrail. And uh, once again, the count has started. The superstar breaks the count by moving outside, which uh, 
was, in a sense, a good uh, thing for you, but by the same token, he's out there to, to, to deliver more punishment. Yes, sir, that's exactly right, you know, sir. Uh, sir that's what the superstar is obsessed with, you know, and, and just like you said, he might have had the match right there if he had to come out there. He might have had the match, but like I said, he's come back, he's got a nastier attitude, and, and he's not only out to win, but he's, all, he's out to hurt people now. All right, hanging gamely on those ropes now, the Georgia heavyweight champion, Tommy Richmond. Goes into that bag and pulls out uh, two more moves and a third and a fourth. And now suddenly Tommy Wildfire Rich, the adrenaline flowing, moves in. Catches him with the back of the elbow. Has the superstar rock. Catches him a hard blow to the top of the head. Has the superstar hanging on those ropes. And Tommy, it's all coming back. Jesse Gordon, you know, when people started screaming and hollering, I knew Tommy Rich couldn't give up. And like I said, I've never gave up. And then that adrenaline, it got to flowing. And there wasn't no way I was going to quit because all the cards was on the table. It was for the Georgia heavyweight title. And I said I was bringing it back to the people of Georgia. And that's exactly what I did. A tremendous strain on both competitors, as you can well see here. The one-on-one -on -one punishment has been fantastic at this point. And again, uh, the uh, superstar brings you into the neck breaker. Now, that would have stopped any average opponent, no question about it. The superstar has won many, many matches using that or his uh, uh, variation of the Cobra hold. And uh, you were able to get away from it, but he still has you in a lot of trouble here. The Russian leg sweep brings you back down. Another hole that has eliminated a lot of competitors, uh, but you're still, uh, you may be down, but you're not out. That's exactly right, Gordon. Right now, there's a few cobwebs, a whole lot of cobwebs in my head. I'm trying to shake it off. All I know is every time he covers me, he gets a one-two count, but I ain't staying there. I'm coming out right there, you know, right here. See, I get him right here. This is it right here, right here. Ducked away from a hard right hand, came back with a vertical body block, scored the pinfall. But things are not over yet. Now watch very carefully. And this is exactly the mean streak that the superstar is talking about. Manhandling George Scott Jr., the referee, grabs that belt and uh, attacks you with it. You know, that's exactly right. It's just like I said, you know, I come in, I give it 110%. I come out on top. And, and, and that should have been it. You see, that's, that's what I'm talking about. The superstar, he don't care. He's out to hurt somebody. Right here, he's took that belt. He's walking me in the head. And just like you said, my head got busted open. I had to go to the hospital. I got 13 stitches in my head from this. And I'm not out here screaming and hollering either. And I've just got, I'm telling you, superstar, I'm after you. I'm dead after you. I'm going to get you. And it don't matter what it takes. Anytime, any place, anywhere you want to match, all you got to do is sign your name on the piece of paper. Because just like I said, wildfire ain't never run from nobody, and I ain't going to start now either. Thank you so very much. Thank you, Gordon. The man that I'm going to introduce right now is certainly as controversial as any wrestler in the history of the sport. I'm referring, of course, to the superstar. I think one thing everybody will agree with when they see this man in action, there's no doubting or denying his tremendous capabilities in the ring. You may not agree with him philosophically, but you have to agree with the results he gets. You know, Gordon, I want to be the first probably of a long line of individuals who are going to come up to Tommy Rich and say, Tommy, well done. Because Tommy Rich is a very, very competent young man. Many, many times he's been defeated, but every time he comes back, and now he's got the George Heavyweight Champion. But I also want to tell you something, Tommy Rich, and everybody else is listening, wrestling number two, and George Wells, and all these people. I used to be the ruler of this particular area. I used to have every belt in Georgia, every championship. And I haven't been idly sitting by in a garage someplace. I've been working out, and I've got my mind straight, my priorities are reorganized, and I've come back to Georgia. 
with the idea of getting back all those championship belts. Well, on Saturday night, August 29th at the Omni here in Atlanta, you will have an opportunity to face Tommy Wildfire Rich for that Georgia title. You no, know, I'm not going to come out and I'm not going to rant and I'm not going to rave, Tommy Rich. I'm just going to tell you a few facts. I flew all the way from Tokyo, Japan, wrestled a match before that match that I had with you. Now, you won. You may have won the battle, but you didn't win the war. I'm sorry that I only gave you 13 stitches. I meant to give you about 36 or 38. But maybe this time when you walk into the ring as the champion, maybe you have a little bit more backbone. Maybe these people that you say help you, they get out and they cheer and they say, Tommy, you're fantastic. Tommy, we like you. Tommy, you're the best in the world. Well, they better be there. And they better be yelling loud and they better be yelling clear. A lot of individuals have attempted to take this mask off. But I still have it. I'm going to attempt to take something off of you. The Georgia Heavyweight Championship belt right here in the Omni. So, okay, that brings us to the end of the August 15th of 1981. And we're going to go into August 22nd and 29th in a minute. And I love how they just talk about, you can tell there's more pep in the step of the mass Superstar. Voice getting a little bit louder. Not happy. Does You know, lost the belt. Got stitches in uh, Tommy Rich's head, but wish he had more. Great heel tactics there. And at the time, I hated the mass Superstar. Um, I generally hated the heels like the baby faces, but that wasn't wasn't 100% across the board for me. I just hated the guy, the fact that the guy wore a mask and wouldn't let us in. It really like annoyed me then as a 9-year-old. And it's funny because I've listened back now as a 42-year-old sitting here drinking beer. This is even better than it was when I first saw this so many years ago. That's how great wrestling was then. As a nine-year-old, I'm eating this alive. I'm eating it up, man. I can't get enough. Here I am at 42, same thing. I'm just eating this up, starved, and the this, this shit in and grin on my face right now, if you can only see it from ear to ear. I, I'm just loving it. Great stuff. And the lost art of the promo to get you in the building and come back every week. Wrestling is a big machine in the WWF right now. WWE, rather. But I always thought TNA, you've heard me say many times, they've had problems with their house shows. They're not outdrawing the local indie sometimes uh, in the area, especially in the Northeast. Here with Ring of Honor, uh, Jersey All Pro Wrestling, some other feds in the area. You know, they weren't outdrawing in the same buildings, TNA, these indie feds. This is what TNA should have on their station, especially on Destination America, talking about going to this place or this town or making these buildings special. Never been to the Omni, but it seems so special to me. The Omni. Ooh, when you hear that word, you just know. Wow. Belts won, blood spilled. Crazy, crazy things went on there. And the legendary steel cage match that no one has ever seen except who's in the building there between... Wildfire, Tommy Rich, and Buzz Sawyer. As I, I often wax poetic about that. I've never seen it. And I only read about it. It's just powerful stuff. It's how powerful this stuff is. Why Why we're doing classic wrestling moments here on the King Firehawk Show. This one being number eight. Okay, let's move on. Here we go. Another moment right now to talk to the uh, national heavyweight wrestling champion, the superstar, I've had a lot of letters, a lot of people have called me on the phone requesting further information about the superstar. It's quite obvious once you get in the ring that you are a highly trained professional athlete. 
lot of people, and I, I don't want you to uh, you obviously want to keep your identity a, a, a secret. That's certainly your uh, prerogative. But I just wonder if you'd be kind enough to perhaps give us some sort of a uh, of an amateur background. What uh, what sports did you participate? You know, Gordon, I respected you for a long time for the simple fact that you were one of the few individuals who never pried into my background. Now, don't let me stand out here and lose some respect for you. The fact remains that I am a professional wrestler. I choose to wear a mask because I enjoy my privacy. I also like to get into the ring and meet these individuals in the ring. Now, don't ask me about my past because I don't live in a past. I live for present day and future. Nothing more. Fair enough. Let's talk about the future then. And let's talk about Saturday night at the Omni in Atlanta, the 29th. Tickets are on sale at all seats, locations, and the Omni, of course. And you will be going after uh, Tommy Wildfire Rich in the Georgia title. First of all, I'm going to have a tune-up match tonight in Carrollton. Then I'm going to get down to business next week in the Omni. Tommy Rich, you only have one more week. It seems as everybody's upset with me right now. Steve O's mad because he used to have this belt, and now I do. Wrestling, too, he's mad at everybody. And Tommy Rich is upset because he's got 13 stitches in his head. Well, Tommy, I'm a little mad, too, because I meant to give you 38. You've got one more week, seven more days to think about it. I'm ready. I already have a championship belt. But Saturday night in the Omni, I'm coming out to the Georgia Heavyweight Championship. There's not going to be any excuses, Tommy. I've only got one match to prepare for, not two. Just one man to think about. I'm thinking about you seven more evenings. Georgia Heavyweight Championship. Tommy Wildfire Rich, champion against the masked superstar. It's the 29th, the Omni. Situation, And then I'm going to show you a very, very interesting piece of film. Uh, it evolves around a conversation I had with the superstar. And... Uh, with some other people that uh, were with the superstar. Look here, Gordon. Look here what I've got with me. Get a close-up of that box. Mephisto! Kamada! Ray Steven. Right there it is. Look at that. You know, Tommy Rich ain't by himself. Tommy right. Rich ain't standing here by himself no more, Gordon. I said I was going to go out and get a mystery man. And I got me a mystery man. All right. Well, of course, I've had an opportunity to explain to Tommy exactly. Now, let me butt in here before we keep going. We're now in September. And, you know, August 29th happens. Everything goes down. Tommy Rich is pissed. You heard him name uh, a few wrestlers there that are all uh, with um, the mass Superstar. All, you know, getting in the way of Tommy Rich. And it gets revealed that it, there's a bounty on on Tommy Rich, uh, and I think we have that come through here. But reading the magazines and going in story mode line, the bounty is placed on Tommy Rich, and Tommy just freaks out because it's not about competition anymore or even overcoming cheaters. It's now what? Uh, there's a bounty on me. How dare you? And he needs to get his uh, help watching his back and things like that. So really cool. Uh, and Tommy Rich, as you can just tell him, he's just. Not happy on the show. And uh, when we hear from Mass Superstar again, it's escalating even more, my friends. It's escalating even more. All right, so let's, let's keep it going. Exactly what did happen during the week, but I think it's only fair to show all of you uh, who are viewing right now exactly what did happen. I flew into Atlanta. I met with a superstar he had with him. Uh, some other people. Well, let's take a look at this conversation. Yes, I came here at your request, but there's not a thing that I can do for you. Uh, Gordon, I don't want you to do a thing for me. All I want you to do is because I know that Tommy Rich respects you a great deal. 
and I've respected you in the past. I want you to take back a message, and this is directed to you, Tommy Rich. You have cost me a great deal of money, an indefinite suspension. For the past five days, I've received phone calls from promoters around this country canceling out my matches, and I haven't been able to contact anybody who will give me a match. Now, Tommy Rich, we're talking about a great deal of money. I want you to take a look at this, Gordon. I want you to take a good look at this, and I want you to take the message back to Tommy Rich. Because right here is money that I am willing to pay, and there's a great deal more where that came from. I am willing to pay these three gentlemen as an insurance policy. I may be out of wrestling indefinitely, but Tommy Rich, you are a marked man. These gentlemen and I have been in a meeting, and they have assured me that Tommy Rich's time is very, very limited. Tommy Rich, I want you to realize we're not playing games any longer. We're not playing tiddlywinks. We're very serious. George Scott can't do anything to me. The president of the NWA can't do anything to me because I've already been suspended. There's nothing anybody can do to me any longer but these three gentlemen. They've made me a promise. They've made me a promise that they're going to get rid of you. You know what, Superstar? Tommy Rich is as good as gone. We're professional. No matter where the money comes from, this will make the job well done, and I assure you, Mr. Superstar, the job will be done. I can see here 10 or possibly eleven, twelve thousand dollars $12,000. There's a great deal more where that come from, Gordon. Don't you worry about it. But, Tommy, you better begin to worry, and I mean today. Ah, that's just awesome. There you have it. The bounty has been placed. Gordon and Soli brought in to pass the message. Ray Stevens, Tor Kamada, a uh, couple of the guys on the payroll as other guys will come in and out. What's Tommy Rich to do? What's it like when you're living, a, a, seeing this when I did when I was nine in a kayfabe world wondering, oh my God, Tommy Rich, how's he going to get through his days when there's a bounty on you? Ten grand, twelve grand, and even more. <laughs> well, uh, Mass Superstar went to Japan for a couple weeks in which uh, he teamed with Andre the Giant and some things. Uh... I had to. I think he wrestled Ted DiBiase over there, among some of the great Japanese wrestlers. But it is interesting because it's a talent exchange because somebody who's coming in to help Tommy Rich uh, returns from Japan. So you know, knowing now what we didn't know then is that was not a suspension. You know, storyline it is. But he went to Japan and someone came in. All right, now. The trail goes cold a little bit, um, and we're going to take a quick break, come right back and pick up. But that was what's happening in the beginning of September. So the Mass Superstar basically goes to Japan. All through September is just a living nightmare for Tommy uh, Rich. Constantly attacked on TV, constantly attacked at the arenas, constantly having interference uh, all the time in his matches, people trying to cash in on the bounty, and him just... Feeling frustrated and frustrated and frustrated and mass superstar off television. So we're just going to take a little station ID here on the King Firehawk show so you can know some of the platforms to listen to. And then we're going to come back in uh, in October 
and into uh, November and December. Basically the same common thread of the bounty being placed, what Tommy Rich decides to do, and uh, does he get help? There's a little teaser for you. Does Tommy Rich enlist some help? And we'll find that out when we come right back here on the King Firehawk Show. Classic moments number seven for you. Tommy Rich, Mass Superstar, The Feud. It gets personal. It's about a bounty. Hey, you're listening to the King Firehawk Podcast on Apple iTunes. Subscribe and download today. You're listening to the King Firehawk Podcast on TalkShoe.com. You're listening to the King Firehawk Podcast now on Spreaker. Download the Spreaker app today at Spreaker.com and on TuneIn Radio. Let me tell you something. Everything's gonna start happening around here now. Tommy Rich is standing together. They've been wanting this for four years now. Oh, let me tell you something. Anderson Brothers, Mephisto and his gang, all you guys, Ray Stevens, take a shot at us, brother. We're right here anytime you want us. Around the world, in Georgia, it don't matter. We'll take on all covers. Woo! Now let them all come out to that money, dude. All right, Let me just explain, if I may, at this particular time, that tomorrow night at the Omni here in Atlanta, this man will be the special referee. Rich and Hanson take on Tor Kamada and the Super And it will be at the Omni tomorrow night. Rick Flair, of course, after Dusty Rhodes, the world title on the line. This tag match, Big Red, the special referee. Well, that's exactly right. It don't matter. Stan and in Marietta, Columbus, Ohio, Chattanooga, Tennessee. But the Omni, the Omni is the big one. The bad man back is Big Red. You know, I hope they all come out that money because with this back up, I can whoop anybody, Gordon. Tommy Rich been on some help. We got it now. We got Big Red here in the Omni. He's going to be the special referee. We're going to get a fair shake, and Mephisto's going to get his butt kicked along with Super Destroy. I just love how excited everybody is. So, basically, Wildfire Tommy Rich is calling in his boys. Going to go down to the OK Corral. And they're going to have themselves a gunfight. You know, it's really out of that playbook. And uh, the one and only Stan the Man Hansen, who I'm a big Stan Hansen fan. So Stan Hansen's on the scene, got Tommy Rich's back. So now it doesn't seem like Tommy Rich is uh, alone in this war. So, all right, let's see what else goes on. It really takes a turn in December when the mass superstar, December of 81, comes back. And you might say, he's there to spoil Tommy Rich Wildfire's Christmas. So let's go.
Thank you very much and welcome once again to Georgia Championship Wrestling. An outstanding hour in store for you. We will be seeing a lot of great athletes, including the national tag team champions, uh, Brad and Bob Armstrong, uh, Buzz Sawyer, the outlaw, Ron Bass, and it's my pleasure to welcome back to Georgia Championship Wrestling, uh, Rod Piper, as you can hear the crowd uh, here. Uh, I trust you had a nice Christmas. Why, thank you, Mr. Sawyer. I had a wonderful Christmas, and I would especially like to thank the people, not only around the nation, but here in Georgia, for sending me thousands and thousands of cards, Christmas cards and letters, recognizing my superior intellect here in helping you with the show, Mr. Soli. And even though you didn't get any Christmas cards, it's still a pleasure to be here with you on this festive season. Indeed. Thank you very much. Well, I did receive a few cards, and I noticed both of yours, too, as a matter of fact. I want to take a moment right now to uh, congratulate uh, Bob and Brad Armstrong for uh, successfully retaining the North American Tag Team Championship, and uh, I trust you, too, had a happy season. We certainly did, and we're still happy that we're still National Tag Team Champions. That was most important on this day to still be the National Tag Team Champions. That we are, Gordon. So far, so good. We're keeping on plugging. Sometimes we have to wrestle over our heads, but so far, luck's been with us, and uh, we've come out on top. Well, I think the fact that you say over your head, I think, is a rather modest statement because uh, I certainly... Excuse me just a second. You know, Gordon, I just got something I'd like to say. You know, you know, this thing's been going a long time with a superstar and it's paid assassin. You know, and I got a lot of mail from people all over the country, Columbus, Ohio, Hawaii, here in, here in Georgia, and they all said, Tommy... Why don't you, you know, you're walking around having to look back over your shoulder. You're the one getting your head busted open. And it ain't the superstar that's getting the job done. It's the guys he's paying. So they told me, they said, why don't you get you a bounty hunter? Why don't you pay somebody to mess a superstar up? And I thought, well, no, that's not the right way. You know, I thought, you know, that's something I'm not going to do. But you know what I think I'm doing, Gordon? And I've got a big surprise, too, because I've already done it. What I've decided to do, though, is take all the people's advice. Superstar, i got a big surprise for you, brother, because I've laid a little money down. I've got me a man that I guarantee you is going to tear you up, and he might take that mask off. So you think about it. You start looking back over your shoulder now, Superstar. You're getting some of your own medicine. You know what it amounts to, that old saying. The shoe's on the other foot. Tommy Rich is sitting in the driver's seat now, and right there is a reason why. I think it's about time, too. Tommy has been looking over his back. Superstar's been laying down some heavy cash, some heavy bread. And now Tommy's took the advice of the people. He's got some heavy bread of his own, and he's got a man that can do the job that will do anything for money, and I think Tommy's taking a right step forward. Interesting point by uh, Bob Armstrong. And may I just say, too, that uh, I am aware of a part of what they're talking about later on during the program. Uh, I certainly hope to have uh, more information on that situation regarding the superstar and Tommy Wildfire Rich and the fact that Tommy Rich is indeed placing a bounty out there. Getting set for our first match now, so let's turn it over to our ring announcer. What is this obnoxious young blood-headed geek? Come out here and tell me he's got a surprise for me, and he's going to offer some money to somebody to take care of me. I'm not used to surprises. I don't like surprises, and I want to get some information We'll be back in just a moment. We'll be back. I'm talking to you, folks. 
Well, you really said... You never give me any answers, Gordon, and I'm not used to being out here and being ignored. Evidently, you don't know who you're talking to. I'm the national heavyweight champion. I don't have to stand out here. I don't like surprises. Somebody might, but I want to get some inside information, and I, you better hand it over. I am not at liberty to give you any information right now, sir. We have a match ready to go. Now Let's listen, turn it to the ring. Away and introduce the match. I'm asking you a important question. You can go through all this. Take a couple of moments to... Uh, Review, if we can, some of the circumstances that have led up to uh, some of the comments that were made by Tommy Wildfire Rich uh, at the beginning of our program. As you can see, of course, we've been joined by a bad, bad Leroy Brown. And first of all, uh, uh, Tommy, uh, there was some doubt and confusion at one point in time when the superstar had been barred from wrestling in the United States. Well, you know, that's exactly right, Gordon. And this whole deal, it goes way back. You're talking about eight weeks ago or so, and then the superstar had to leave, and, and this guy, the superstar, come in. Anyway, Steve-O had, had a little something, and, and at the time, you know, it had a lot of people confused. But anyway, you've got the film, I think, even. We do indeed, and we'll show you exactly what did happen when Steve-O uh, was with me lending his comments to a match uh, with the Super Destroyer in the ring, and then... Here is the situation that uh, lent even added credence to the fact that possibly it was the superstar instead of the super destroyer. You'll hear Steve O. issue a comment here. Here that we did have two men changing places. Right. Exactly. Two men changing places, and of course, uh, once this was a uh, this uh, and this was obviously uh, uh, shot by somebody in the stands. But the point being. And once this was brought to the attention of the NWA, there was a talk of a fine and or suspension, and that's when you intervened. Well, that's exactly right, Gordon, because just like I said, I've got a big surprise for the superstar, and I don't want it barred no more, you know, because that ain't what I want it down to him and me. I want to get him. And, you know, he's going to find him. Heck, we'll find him. Just like I said, I've got a reason, and, and I've got a little money, and I've got a big surprise for him. Well, there you can see the ill-gotten gains of... Uh, the superstar or super destroyer and or both of them uh, uh, in their uh, battle against Tommy Wildfire Rich. The national heavyweight championship was on the line. It uh, changed hands at this point in time, but you heard Tommy himself say that, of course, the thing that he is primarily concerned with is settling the score in his own way against the superstar. And, of course, you, Bad Bad Leroy Brown, Big Red, and the surprise all upcoming of course, uh, at the Omni. You know, that's exactly right. My first surprise, I want the superstar to know. You know, after what happened at the Omni last year, just the other day, I went out and I got the man. I got Abdullah the Butcher. I talked to him and I laid some money down. Now, that's your surprise, superstar. You've got to get through Abdullah the Butcher. And he's one mean, nasty, low-down sucker. And I know it. Because I've done it, you know, I've wrestled against him, and I know what he can do. Not only is he going to beat you to death, but he's going to pull that mask off. And i got the big policeman, Stan Hanson, the bad man, backing myself, and a six-man elimination match. Now, what that means is we can beat Terry Gordy, we can beat Austin Idol, and it's going to leave all three of us in there with a super destroyer, and we're going to get another mask. Hey, Tommy Rich, can you imagine me and the wildfire and the man from Texas? Garden, six-man tag, super destroyer. Get ready, brother. We're going to take your man. You've got so there you have it. So Tommy's really rallied the troops. He's got Bad Bad Leroy Brown uh, on his side. Some other guys who are not really big baby faces but need some pushes that are joining up with him. He's got Stan Hansen. 
he's throwing money to evil Abdul the Butcher to do his bidding. This is where we're getting to even the score with money being spent to take each other out, trying to take the mask, trying to bloody and put down Tommy Rich. And Tommy's fighting fire with fire here. And this is right around Christmas time of 1981. And the war is coming to its climax in a little bit. And as I told you earlier, it went on and on in 82. And a little touched a little bit in 83. But for the most part, this is the climax here. This is all sides are even. And we're going to the Omni um, early next year to kind of like have the, the blow off and really settle the score. But the truth is, scores really never were settled with the mass superstar and Wildfire Tommy Rich, who Wildfire went on, you know, to feud with everybody in the world, everywhere, and had some more, you know, known feuds, especially with Buzz Sawyer and Jerry Lawler and such. But this one with Mass Superstar went on, and it was a really good one, so... All right, let's continue and see what else is about to happen. Tommy Rich, he's mad at everybody, and he's still making allegations and statements. Wrestling number two, Brad Armstrong and his father out here, very, very happy that they're still the champion. They haven't met any competition yet. They've defended their belts. But wait till they meet some stiff competition. And you got all these people, this Garvin youngster coming in, and bad, bad Leroy Brown, and Big Reddy rolls in. This looks like an overweight Santa Claus. All these fellas, you know, you can talk a tough game. But the mark of a champion, the mark of a real man, is to quit yakking sometimes, go in that ring, and say what you're going to do, and do it. Walk out one, two, three with your hand raised. And if you lose, if you're unfortunate to lose, don't come by and cry baby to this man, or cry baby to a promoter. Take your defeat, pick yourself up, and move forward. Don't have a defeatist attitude, have a positive attitude. Thank you so very much. The gentleman on my left, Tommy Wildfire Rich to my right, Bad Bad Leroy Brown. You know, Gordon, I feel real good. You know, I sit back there and watch the superstar a while ago. That money makes a man sweat because he's serious to us. Listen, you might feel real good. Get out of here, Dumbo. I don't like the idea of you putting up money. I don't like the idea of you smirking up around here so telling me what I'm supposed to do and how I'm supposed to cancel. cancel. Yeah, well, that's right. We can do you know what I have to do right yeah, now to you? Wait a second, wait a minute. Yeah, Tommy, please. Just like I said, see, it's a whole lot different story when the shoe's on the other foot. And he's doing a lot of sweat. I don't know, Hey, wait a minute. Wait just a minute. Wait a minute. The superstar and Tommy Wildfire Rich. And they've uh, broken it up now, the Super Destroyer, as both uh, Ken Hall and uh, now Tommy Wildfire Rich catches him. They give him a flying drop kick. It is uh, Tommy Wildfire Rich after uh, the Super Destroyer and the Superstar. And he's got the Superstar down and Wildfire Rich exploding on him. And uh, it is Wildfire who's taking law and order into his own hands now. Tommy Wildfire Rich. Sitting, uh, an attack, and wait a second. They're beginning to, uh, and there comes Bad Bad Leroy Brown. Bad Bad Leroy Brown out there. And we've got complete chaos in Bedlam here. 
as Tommy Wildfire. We've got to, we've got to put a stop to this. We, we've got to put a stop to this situation. Uh, these men absolutely gone berserk now. The pressure has just... Uh, anybody we're concerned about right now is Tommy Rich. You know, Tommy Rich, you're not the only guy that wants this match. You don't come around and flash money up in front of me and say, I'm going to be out of professional wrestling and so is he. Tommy Rich, give me that microphone. Tommy Rich, I want you to pay attention and I want you to listen clearly. I don't care who you got. Bad, bad Leroy Brown, anybody. You show up in the Omni. I don't care if it's in a tornado. I don't care if it's a hurricane. I don't care if it's a driving snowstorm. We'll fight in any kind of weather, any place. And Tommy, this began a long, long time ago. Think back. You had a broken nose. You had a lot of stitches. You had me suspended. And you thought I wasn't going to come back. Well, Tommy Rich, I'm back. And I'm going to tell you a thing or two. The superstar is the champion. I'm going to be the champion for a long, long time. I'm going to stay in Georgia. I'm going to get rid of you. I'm going to get rid of Leroy Brown. I'm going to get rid of all your friends. Because this man is behind me 125%. And Tommy Rich, I'm going to come down your throat. I'm going to come down your throat in the army. I'm going to reach down and grab those tonsils. And I'm going to rip them out. And I'm going to kick your can from one end of that ring to the other. Tommy Rich, you put a bounty on my head. You made the biggest mistake of your life. Well, obviously, January 1st at the Omni here in Atlanta. Bad, bad Leroy Brown and Tommy Wildfire Rich against the Superstar and Super Destroyer. You know, Gordon, I'm not going to come out here and scream and holler now. I want to thank the promotion, and I want to thank all these people. January the 1st, New Year's Day. That's mad and bad, bad, the police man. That's our resolution, brother. Superstar, Super D, we're coming at you at the Omni, brother, and we're coming with everything we got. Texas Tornado Death Match, and it's going to be a fight for the end, Gordon, I guarantee it. Hey, let that get a million the wild time. January the 1st, we're coming to the Omni. Let me tell you something, the policeman going to have some law and order. If I have to take this helmet and put it up against Super D and the Superstar, hey, I don't care. Back in Chicago, I learned to do it, and I learned to do it rough. In the Omni, whatever it takes, Solis, that's what we're going to do. You gonna start as you're right. Yes, there you have it. Uh, some... So there you go. Everybody's on edge. We've worked all the way to this. Now, the funny thing is, it's now Tommy Rich and his hired guy, Bad Bad Leroy Brown, against the Super Destroyer and the Mass Superstar. So they've gone from fighting uh, alone against each other to having armies to all these guys coming in and out to this Texas Tornado death match in the Omni, which would be sort of to blow off in a way where that match, it exploded. Um, then they kind of worked with each other and moved away from each other. And then Paul Orndorff got involved in the feud. And like I said, we're going to end the podcast in a moment with, uh, with the Rich and Orndorff versus Super Destroyer and uh, Mass Superstar. But at this time, Tommy Rich would be usually beating the mass superstar in any combos and, and no longer have obstacles to climb in order to defeat him. This was the breaking point. This was when Tommy Rich uh, got even and essentially won the feud. And uh, we have some uh, interviews 
from uh, the 1st and the 2nd of 1982 uh, up until the Omni and then uh, and um, then the match which was really like one of the last times when uh, Rich and Superstar for this feud would really meet up as Tommy Rich would move on to other things and Paul Orndorff and Matt Superstar would go at it for a while so let's bring it on home here and enjoy the classic classic moments King Firehawk's classic moments the Mass Superstar verse Wildfire Tommy Rich feud and this is kind of the end here and I hope you enjoyed the show as uh, we will uh, play on out through the match and uh, and end this version of Classic Moments. I know I had a blast. I hope you did too. All right, let's hear the final closing interviews and then bring it all home with the match that would happen in uh, March. All right, here we go. Superstar against Tommy Wildfire, ripped in a steel cage. Well, sir, you know what the thing is, Gordon? I'm going to be on tour in Ohio, Kentucky, all up through there. You know, been getting a lot of mail on saying hi to all the people, and we're coming. And Superstar might run across you up there. But January the 17th, right here in Atlanta, Georgia, brother, a steel cage. That means ain't nobody going to be running down this time. You better be ready, Superstar, because the 17th, Gordon, I'm going to be fired up. It's I'd like to take a moment right now to introduce Cool now a few words I want to say. And Tommy Rich, I want you to pay attention. Right here in Atlanta, Georgia, January the 17th is going to be my lucky day. Because you have cried, complained, and made all kind of statements. And now, Tommy, it's all come to a head. I want it done just as bad as you do. I want it finished. I want you out of professional wrestling, and it's going to happen. Right here in the Omni. You and I are going to be involved in a cage match, not a wrestling match. If you want something done, you do it yourself. You don't have to go out and pay to have it done. If you want a bug squashed, you put him in a cage and you squash him. And you get rid of him once and for all. Anderson, he was out here earlier talking about somebody running their mouth and couldn't back it up. The bad man, you know, the new year is here, Gordon. And there's all kinds of things going on. The Armstrongs have got the bells. Stands back, Slater's back. There's a whole lot of things happening. And you know, the big thing is, you talk about law and order, you got bad, bad Nero around, big stand, you know, and just like I said, the New Year's brought it all right here to Georgia. As indeed, Wrestling 2 and Tommy Rich, Stan Hansen and Wrestling 2, Stan Hansen and Tommy Rich. Anytime Stan Hansen steps on a tag team, there's going to be trouble. You know, that's true, you know, for about a half year, Tommy's been out here going through living hell, man. People putting bounties on his head. Everybody trying to meet him out back. Nobody's got guts enough. Ole Anderson, that little short, sawed-off dog. This Roddy Popper. This toothless is going to get shot in the face with a shotgun. And I'll tell you a bunch of other things. This superstar in Super D. Well, let me tell you something. Tommy has got his chance coming up, brother. His chance is going to be settled. Superstar, Super D, Ole Anderson, get ready. Because this man's here to stay, Jack. Now, Gordon, Gordon, I've got one question. One question. Superstar, Super D, where are you at today, brother? You back there in the back. Because just like I said, the New Year's brought it all here. Stan Hansen's back. And just like the man said, I've got my chance coming up. And Superstar, I promise you, I'm going to do well with it. And I don't have to worry about the Super Destroyer because I'm going to have guys like Stan watching my back. And there's another reason, too. You know something? 
Tommy, it's all come down to one thing. One thing that's coming up. It's all going to be settled real, real soon. And Tommy has finally got it what he wants. He's got his type of match, Superstar Super D. He's got his match, right, Tom? Woo! It all started. It all started in the cage, Gordon. And it's going to end in the cage, too. We'll be right back. First of all, tonight in Augusta, tomorrow afternoon in Chattanooga at 3 p.m., tomorrow night at 8 o'clock in Marietta, and then, of course, everybody will be going to Dayton, Ohio, and you're looking also to the 17th. I'm not about anything. I'm concerned about the 17th right here in the Omni. I'm concerned about you. Tommy Rich, now you're proud about the fact that you've got me trapped in a cage just where I want you. You said it, I didn't. It started in a cage. It might as well end in a cage right here in the Omni. Now, Tommy Rich... That cage doesn't have any friends. And I don't need any friends. Tommy, this just might be the last day, the last professional wrestling match of your career. I'm prepared to get hurt. I know I'm going to be hurt. I just want to see if you are. You better be, Tommy, the 17th. Thank you, Gordon. Big action tonight. On the 17th, Ole Anderson, Big Red, the Armstrongs, a host of great competitors, and Tommy Wildfire Rich, a steel cage against the superstar. No, but it's just like Willie Nelson singing. It's Georgia Championship wrestling on the road, and we're going to Ohio. It's just like I said, superstar. Somewhere while we're in Ohio, West Virginia, Kentucky, I'm going to run across you. But the big jamboree, the big showdown, it's all coming right back to Atlanta, Georgia, brother, on the 17th. And it's just like I said, superstar, one-on-one -on -one I can beat you. And it started in the cave in Augusta, Georgia, is where it started. But we're bringing it all right here at home to Atlanta, Georgia. On January 17th. So, when they merged the titles... And it was in a cage, and a lot of chicanery went on, and the mass superstar got over on Tommy Rich. But the feud blew off right here. And Tommy Rich does win in the cage match, destroys uh, the uh, mass superstar. But after that, Paul Orndorff, Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff, comes back to the territory and sort of inherits the feud against uh, mass superstars. They start going at it. And Tommy Rich is Paul Orndorff's partner in the beginning of this war, kind of like a passing a baton from feud to feud, and then Tommy Rich is essentially out of the feud and moves on. But we got a classic match for you to end the classic moments here. The bounty on Wildfire Tommy Rich placed on him by the mass Superstar, and then Tommy Rich could even places a bounty on him. And the classic game of one-upmanship bringing loads of people in, fighting each other, fighting each other, and, and it ends in the cage. And then uh, after that, neither man will ever be the same. All right, I'm King Firehawk. Thanks for joining us. We're going to go out on Tommy Rich and Paul Ornoff for Super D, Super Destroyer, and the Mass Superstar. Here we go. From parts unknown, 270 pounds, the Superstar. His team partner, also from Parts Unknown, 272 pounds, the Super Destroyer. Their opponents from Tampa, Florida, 234 pounds, Paul Orndorff. His team partner from Nashville, Tennessee, 230 pounds, Tommy Rich. Paul Orndorff is the national heavyweight champion.
the superstar and the super destroyer, both at 270 pounds, taking on the very popular combination of Tommy Wildfire Rich from Nashville, Tennessee, and national heavyweight champion Paul Orndorff from Tampa, Florida. A very important tag team match, long anticipated by the fans. Anxiously awaited, and it's underway as Super D is in there now with Paul Orndorff. A headlock here by the Destroyer. And a reverse into a standing wrist lock by Paul Orndorff. A matchup of strength here. Orndorff applying more leverage with that uh, standing wrist lock. And here comes Orndorff. What a match here in a fine flying mare by Paul Orndorff. Orndorff, the national heavyweight champion, with a very punishing arm bar here. And here comes Tommy Wildfire Rich as he tags in with a twisting wrist lock on the Super Destroyer. Tagging out is Rich, coming in is Orndorff. Applying more pressure here. Uh, twisting wrist lock. A combination of an arm bar. And again, Orndorff twists on that wrist lock. Tags out, in comes Rich. A hard right to the midsection and continuing to apply leverage on the left arm of the Super Destroyer. And so far we've seen no action from the Superstar as the Super Destroyers had to take all of the punishment here, first from Orndorff and then from Tommy Rich. Still more pressure on that uh, arm bar and wrist lock of Tommy Wildfire Rich is applied to the Super Destroyer. All the weight advantage with the mass men here tonight. Referee Nick Patrick chases the superstar out, but he tags back in. And now it's the superstar against Tommy Rich, and he's got a headlock, and now Rich with the reverse. Tommy Rich, much to the delight of those here at ringside. Has the upper hand here on the superstar. Superstar pushes Rich into the ropes, but tagging in is Orndorff. There's a lot of pain going into that left arm of the Superstar. Again, the standing wrist lock on the Superstar by Orndorff. And the very popular Orndorff, the national heavyweight champion, sends the Superstar to the mat on his face. A reverse wrist lock. Superstar's in trouble here. Nick Patrick making the superstar release the hair of Paul Orndorff. Watch him, Paul, watch him. Watch him, Paul, watch him. Again, Nick Patrick, the referee, has to caution and admonish 
the superstar. A headlock here by Orndorff. Punishing, twisting headlock. Superstar is playing with the trunks of Paul Orndorff outside the uh, vision of Nick Patrick. The fans, of course, like to let Patrick know when this happens. Patrick, however, not the swiftest of foot. And here comes Tommy Rich. Rich sends a foot hard into the midsection of the superstar. A headlock by Rich. Tommy Rich, another favorite with the fans here. Tommy Rich with a nice escape there. The headlock and a nice takedown on the superstar. And referee Nick Patrick's getting himself caught up in the melee there. He'll not be able to see anything. Patrick kicks out. Continues to admonish the superstar. Superstar has a handful of hair. Superstar trying to keep Tommy Rich, and he did. He kicked him out the ring. He was trying to keep him pinned against the ropes in case he had the opportunity to tag out to the Super Destroyer. Now Paul Orndorff comes around to give his buddy Tommy Rich a little help there. Rich took a mean spill outside the ring onto the concrete. Super D sends a foot into the head of Tommy Rich. And now the superstar putting a lot of pressure on the neck of Tommy Rich. Rich goes off on the concrete once again. Super Destroyer outside the ring sends a hard right to the head. Orndorff's in pursuit. Orndorff's after Super D. Now Superstar and Super D are outside the ring. And uh, the superstar butts Tommy Rich outside the ring. And Tommy Rich outside the ring and outside the vision of referee Neil Patrick is in some kind of difficulty right now. He's taking quite a bit of pummeling there from the feet of the superstar. Tommy Rich, we can't see from here, but must still be. No, there he is, trying to get back in the ring. Super Destroyer sends a foot hard to the midsection. Tommy Rich is really in difficulty. Rich goes down. He may be out. This may be all. Super D turns him over. Puts a foot hard into the neck. Comes down with 272 pounds. And Rich kicks out. Where he found the energy, we'll never know. Rich dragged to his feet. There goes Rich into the turnbuckles. Against the foot. The extended foot of the Superstar. And Superstar checks in. Super D has to leave. And Tommy Rich remains in difficulty. Tommy Rich coming alive now. 
trying to reach Paul Orndorff. Can't do it, goes down hard. Takes a hard forearm to the midsection. Sends up a foot into the midsection of the Super Destroyer. Superstar is hurt. Tommy Rich is hurt. Orndorff being admonished here, admonished here by Nick Patrick. Tommy Rich trying to hold on. Manages to reach the outstretched hands of Paul Orndorff, who's mad. The fans come alive. Paul Orndorff. Body slam on Superstar, and he comes down hard with the knee across the head. The Superstar is hurting as he goes into the ring, takes a hard right to the midsection. Paul Orndorff, now Orndorff is caught by Super D, takes a hard double chop across the back of the neck, a hard right to the head, and Orndorff. He's about half out of it. On the mat, Super D checks in. <laughs> Referee Nick Patrick, of course, having all he can take here, trying to keep up with four wrestlers. Almost impossible for him to see the illegal tactics being used by the Superstar and the Super Destroyer. Super D comes down with a hard right to the uh, head of Paul Orndorff. Orndorff manages to uh, kick out after a count of two. Reverse headlock here by Super D. And Orndorff may be in the grasp of a submission hold. quiet here. Fans trying to anticipate Paul Orndorff's next move, if he can move. This reverse headlock here by Super D has him in some kind of trouble. We can't see from here his back's to us, but it looks to be uh, his own form and style, perhaps, of a sleeper hold, and it is. There goes the hand down once, down twice. Oh, he managed to hold it back up. Paul Orndorff trying to break the hole, and he does with an arm drag, but he cannot reach the outstretched hands of Tommy Wildfire Rich in both Super D and uh, the Superstar. Teaming up here on Paul Orndorff. Orndorff's going into the ropes. Takes a hard right to the solar plexus as he comes off. Superstar tries for a... Tommy Rich might have saved the uh, entire night there for he and his partner, Paul Orndorff. And Paul Orndorff remains in difficulty. Over in the blue corner. There goes Paul into the ropes. Takes a hard right to the midsection coming off. The headbutt just about has all the wind out of Orndorff, a count of two. But just at the last second, Orndorff managed to extend his foot over the lower strand of the ring ropes, and they have to start it all over again. Here's a hard right to the midsection by Super D. 
leg lift into the midsection. And Orndorff's tummy is going to be sore tomorrow. He continues to take a pummeling. Now Orndorff's coming alive. This may be all. Orndorff's strength has got to just about be wilted. Superstar tags in. As referee Nick Patrick tries to separate the Super Destroyer at Orndorff as the Superstar continues to pummel with his feet. The very bruised midsection of Paul Orndorff, the national heavyweight champion from Tampa, Florida. The counts two, not quite as Orndorff counts, kicks off at the last second. It was a second away from being all over. Again, a count of two. And again, Orndorff kicks out. now beginning to get impatient. They want to see Tommy Rich in the ring. Their favorites have been taking a pummeling here for the last seven or eight minutes. Well, it's a double claw hole on the midsection of... Paul Orndorff by the superstar. Now he had to let go. Orndorff got a knee up into the face of the superstar. But Orndorff is taking quite a beating in the midsection. He may not be able to stand this much longer. There's the extended foot of Super D slamming into the middle of Paul Orndorff. Super D checks in. Superstar taking a bit of admonishing from referee Nick Patrick. As Orndorff goes into the rope. Oh! There's a reverse by Orndorff for count of two. Flying drop kick by Orndorff who tags out. Listen at the fans. Tommy Rich is mad. He's taking on both the superstar and the super destroyer. And now we have a complete free for all as Orndorff and Rich continue to clean up on Super D and the superstar. But now it's reversed. All four wrestlers on the mat. Count of two. Count of three, and that's all. Tommy Rich managed to get the pin on the Super Destroyer. And listen at the fans. They like this. As Paul Orndorff, the national heavyweight champion, and his partner, Tommy Rich, have won our tag team feature over the very unpopular and but very talented pair of the Superstar and the Super Destroyer.